Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. This is the PGP, the show within the show, the show about the show. And it's available on iTunes, the same place that all of our normal episodes are available. That's at DA CBS on iTunes, but also on its own iTunes feed if you'd like it just on its own. And that's permission granted on iTunes. So Mraz joins me ahead of an enormous event in DA show history. Kenny Brock will eat the crow on Friday, 940 a.m. Eastern time. I've got the crow in my freezer. We've learned today on today's Wednesday show how to defrost it properly. People telling me I need to defrost it in the fridge over 24 hours. And then tomorrow, before I go to bed, throw it in the crock pot, a couple of cups of barbecue sauce. I just had a recipe sent to me on Twitter from a listener, Billy, who has crock pot crow, crow meat breast, no bones, two cups barbecue sauce, one cup water, third of a cup of brown sugar, chopped onions, chopped green peppers, salt, and pepper to taste. Shred crow into as small a piece as possible. Add to crock pot with all the other ingredients. Cook for six hours on low. Serve over rolls and bread. Now, this sounds great, right? No, it sounds like a crow sloppy joe. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're making pulled pork or pulled chicken or whatever. Here's the problem. I'm not putting in that much work for Brock to eat this crow. Yeah, I can't picture you chopping up peppers and onions to throw in a pot. No vegetables. I do this for my own services to eat, but I'm not going to do this for Brock's crow. The, the issue is it needs to be a punishment. I'm not making this delicious. I'm certainly not buying rolls for him to eat it with. I'm not chopping up fresh King's onions. Hawaiian. No thanks. The best he's getting because I don't want to just serve him like a disgusting boiled crow. I am going to put it on a crock pot with a barbecue sauce. That's I would say that's the least I can do, but that's also the most I can do. Yeah, I would say at least you're giving him a semblance of some kind of flavor in the barbecue sauce with the disgustingness of it still crow. You don't want to add, the moment you start adding peppers and onions and salt and pepper, you're going out of your way to try to make something taste good. You don't want it to taste no. good. You want he made a bet that he'll eat crow on the air. He will eat thus crow on the air. Because here's the other thing. We have learned through other people that have eaten crow that you can't fry it nor can you sear it. You can't saute it in a pan. Right. It's, it's, it's too tough. It just comes out like a brick. Right. So the only way to really do this is to crock pot it, I guess. I mean, bake it maybe. You, you could, could probably it. grill it on a low. Okay. But I'm not grilling nothing. I'm not baking nothing. I'm putting <laughs> it in a crock pot and letting it. I'm setting it. Set it and forget it. Let it do the work for you. 
So that's the only way I can Aren't do Aren't you concerned about your apartment smelling overnight while you're sleeping? I mean, can it smell any worse than any other food that's in a crock pot? I mean, crock pot stuff smells delicious. Yeah, I don't think the crow's going to smell like pulled pork, though, DA. I think it'll smell like barbecue. No? You bet. I want you to report on that for me. All right. I'm not going to taste it, but I'd at least like to know that if it's going to smell like rank barbecue, you know? This is so bad. It is bad. It's also amazing how it's a show, even by accident, even by chance, we always manage to back our way into some sort of event during winter, huh? Whether it's me with the squirrels and the birds last year, whether it's chicken challenges of years past. Nobody set this thing up. Brock just threw this out there in the middle of the season. And if it wasn't this, we would have found something. But it's just somehow, if you keep listening to the show, you think the Super Bowl's gone and we're gone. No, we always stumble into something. We always have something. So... Crow will be eaten on Friday. You are still holding to it. You're not going to eat any of this. No. I, I I might taste it. But here's the deal. If you want to go by that movie, The Bucket List, and like, oh, things you would do in your life, I'm sorry. I don't care if this is the only chance I have in my life to eat crow. Right. I'm not going to do it. But you're not curious. That I'm not eating it because no. it's a bucket list thing. Like, I got to check it off. I'm just a little curious. If I thought there was any shot, it would taste good and surprise me. I would try it, but I also know there's none because it's not served anywhere. Well, what happens? Well, that's true, but we don't really serve weird game animals like that much, like birds. I don't. His. I don't like duck. Okay, then you probably wouldn't like this. I've Although tried. I'm sure, I've duck's actually way better. I've actually tried goose. I don't like goose. That's crazy. Goose is just a better turkey. No, I don't like it. I like turkey. So, I feel like I'm tasting like a pond when I eat those birds. I'm picturing like a murky pond as I'm eating. Do you ever find it totally weird, if not uh, irrational, that you eat things like that, which are natural animals, and you don't like them, but you eat like the crappiest crap of all time that's processed and made from factories and sugar and preservatives, and you like that? No, that that never crosses my mind. No, no. I, I are you referring to like like a like a pop tart? Well, uh, yeah, Pop-Tarts barely food, but I mean... Strawberry. Yeah, but that's just sugar, so you love sugar. But I mean, you know, you'll eat anything at a fast food restaurant. And those, that's, I mean, that's so... I mean, it's still chicken and beef. So, I'm not saying it's the same chicken and beef I would buy at the local supermarket. But there's a, at least part of a chicken and everything. <laughs> I don't care if it's beet gizzards. They're in those nuggets. Yeah, I mean, you're not the type of guy that has much awareness over what you put in your body, right? Like, you're not watching any of these documentaries on how food is made. No, I mean, I've only really in the last couple of years gotten awareness on calorie counts and fats. <laughs> you're asking me to get, like, awareness on pers- preservatives and what's put in foods? No. I mean, work with me here. Baby steps. <laughs> uh, so I might try this little crow. Uh, I might try it. You're gonna be. You're crazy. Do you think Elena Deladon will have any interest in trying it? She's gonna be in studio a little bit later on in the day. Uh, no. I would yeah. almost now. Now that she's not actually gonna be in for the event, be embarrassed to ask her to try it. Like, hey, Elena, I know we just did eight <laughs> minutes on your career. Can you try this crow for us so we can get a good gif? I don't know. I, I'd feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, it's going to be available to be watched at WatchDA.com. So this live forever on YouTube as well. This will be the biggest moment. In the Watch DA history. This will really test whether we will crash bandwidth. Because yeah. we, with the original chicken challenges, we were supposedly on less bandwidth with the Tiki and Tierney stream, and we crashed them. Right. 
So if our stream holds up here, I'm assuming, you know, the Nielsen rating will be really good. Yeah. I would assume it outrates game six of the Stanley Cup. Has to. And, uh, yeah, I would think if the, if the it holds up, maybe it just gives it opens the door for more cord cutters to know that they will never have their lines <laughs> dropped on anything. Yeah, watchda.com. You don't need cable to have that. And, no, uh, no the, password needed. The other thing is it'll be live on Facebook Live as well. So if you're a friend of the Facebook page, facebook.com slash the DA show. It'll the, be available there. The old, that'll drive down the rating. You know, go to <laughs> yeah. Facebook. Facebook will drive down the the real rating. Yeah, the numbers weren't what we wanted them to be because too many people uh, went to Facebook Live. What's well, great, you get that alert right to your phone. If you follow the Facebook page, you'll yeah. know we're live. Like, if you forget about the crow, and you that's why you should go follow Facebook.com slash the DA show. Bang, it'll come right to your phone. That's right, Brock's eating the crow right now. Hold yeah. on, can't do work right now. I got to do this. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be an exciting time. So that comes up Friday, and uh, I'm almost wondering... Should I get this weirdo on the phone that sent me the crow for the show? Huh. I'm almost wondering if he would be a great character to just have on the show to talk about the freaking crow. That's a good point. I would, my first instinct is yes. I just, does he get the bit? Mm. Well, there is no bit. It's just how do you eat crow and where'd you get the crow and. Right. I mean, but he was also cautious with you about getting the crow, right? Like, this isn't something you want. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't want him. I mean, you want him on the air going, yeah, I don't know why you're doing this. Like, then it should be a dud. Yeah, right. That's a good point. Uh, I'm really producing on the fly here. I'm just thinking about it. Ultimately, though, I I would still lean yes. I just have some questions about it. All right. Um, Number two. You know, you really put me in a bad spot on Monday. What do you mean? You put me in a really bad spot. I It goes back to the curling story. Um, but the curling story? What did I do? So the U.S. wins the gold medal on on Saturday oh, night. no. On Friday night into Saturday morning. And we have all week, knowing we have had two weeks of buildup for the gold. And I should have sent out an email. I will own this. Hey, let's make sure we've got something to play so that we can have fun with the curling because the, the curling became like our event. Mm-hmm. Like we owned it. We had Super Dave coming on on Monday to recap. They win the gold dramatic fashion. Best story ever that could have ever happened to the show in terms of the Olympics. We were the show that owned curling and they ended up winning the gold. Uh-huh. And then on Monday morning. Here we go. I'm texting you. And like, what do we have in the system for curling? And you're like, we don't have anything. And I'm like, well, can we get something? And we're texting. And you're like, uh, no, there is no, there's no coverage of it. And I'm like, you know, we can't use NBC stuff because of the uh, NBC embargo for every, NBC can only be the ones that use NBC stuff. That's why anybody else that has highlights uses basically still shots. Can we use Westwood One play-by-play calls? Yes, we're allowed to do that, but they didn't have the play-by-play. They didn't call play-by-play curling. They actually had a journalist out there. Anyway. You and I are exchanging a few back and forths, and you're just like, there is nothing out there. There's nothing. You're you're convincing me there is nothing out there for curling. Uh-huh. I get into the studio. I ask Bogish, hey, Bogish, where can we find uh, interviews from, uh, you know, people, the Olympians? And he's like, oh, WestwoodOneSports.com. He actually has it open because he's playing audio from other Olympians. And the front page says, U.S., curling gold full interview here and i look and it's 15 and a half minutes of the curling team 
talking about everything in a long-form interview about the gold. Uh -huh. So I come in here and I kind of freak out. Like, why did you tell me there is none? Why would you tell me that? And you put me in a bad spot because now it's one thing that, like, you didn't know I needed that. That's fine. That is totally on me. I should have sent on Saturday, hey, guys, on Monday, let's be ready to have everything, all hands on deck for whatever curling audio is going to be out there. But you put me in a precarious spot because when I ask, is it, is there anything out there, you go, no. And then I'm okay. supposed to now just believe you because, of course, I'm thinking that you've done the work to check. You are the executive producer. And then in reality, as you admit on the show, you just lied I, because you didn't want to do the work. I didn't actually lie. I pro Now, if I could take the court, because I think actually think all your assessments are fair. Okay. Number one, you hit on one thing. I knew in booking Dave Friedman that we would talk about it at, at, from 9.40 a.m. till 9.55 a.m. So right. that would be our segment on curling would be doing everything with Friedman. So as the weekend went on, and obviously the biggest story of the weekend was the college basketball scandals and Sean Miller. And when I got here and I have the two hours for the show, no, grabbing curling sound at first before you had texted me with less than an hour to play with the show was not on my mind because I assume we will cover all curling bases with Friedman, Duke, Fair. Super Dave, everything, and we're going to focus on this college basketball. By the time you text me and I turn around, my first option is, number one, look at our Olympic folder because they are putting in every Westwood one sound. Naturally, as the tape, uh, to be frank, the tape team here has continued to deteriorate. <laughs> there was nothing there. So in that time, I will name names. I have Andrew Bogish, who is the king of mailing out emails about what sound we get and knows every detail about what sound we're legally allowed to play. Like, that's part of his job on top of updates. Along with Dan Silverman, who is running the DA show stream. And has been at Westwood One's Olympic headquarters, okay? I have both of them within a foot of me when you text me. So I turn to Bogish. Bogish, there's no curling sound in here. Do we have any? Bogish said, nope. I've been on the Westwood One's website. They didn't cover it. I turned to Silverman. So which is ironic that Bogish has it open with the front page. Silverman goes, nope. There was nobody there covering curling. There's nothing. I go, okay. So, so, now, so now we know there's no play-by-play of now we know there's no play-by-play. -play. And maybe for Silverman, he misinterpreted that I only meant play-by-play. -play, and I knew he said, yeah, there's no play-by-play. -play. And Bogish said to me word for word, Schuster spoke with NBC. We're not allowed to use it. So now I am turning to, and this is, again, dates back to a problem that I should, I should just look into it myself, okay? I trusted the two people who should know the most. A, the guy working at the company handling the Olympics, who is calling himself a curling savant, tells me there's nothing. The other idiot, Bogish, who doesn't get enough credit for being an idiot sometimes, <laughs> tells me the only sound that exists from NBC, we're not allowed to use it. So then I go to the email. I do take this extra mile. I go to the email, and we have a website sent to us that isn't the website, the official Westwood One website. It's almost like um, like a website where sound lives that we could download clips, if you will, from the Olympics, okay? And I go, I scan, and I find now just two clips, Matt Hamilton and John Schuster. So at that point, I come back to you. We actually have these two clips. Yeah. Okay. Not Still not aware at that. So at that point, I'm just going to say, if I've gone to this website given to me and these two idiots, no, I didn't think to go now directly to the original Westwood One Sports website because I'm trusting two people who should know better than me, and I've now found these two clips that they've put out for availability. But this leads me to another problem. I then find out there were more clips in Amy Lawrence's After Hours Daily Cuts file that Ike Feldman and Tom DiBendetto, I'll name names again, had in their folder for Sunday night. The problem is 
They were selfish and didn't insert them into the Olympic folder where they should have been for other shows to use. And that really chaps my ass about this place. That every show can go and find clips for their own show, but don't put it in the shared folder for everybody to find it and make every other producer's job a living hell when we need the sound. So, yes. Should I have just gone to the Westwood One website and done that? Yeah. But I thought... In time constraints, doing other stuff before the show, I had trusted two guys who would know better than anybody and then gone to a website that gave me two clips and thought it would be enough. I'm sorry. That's where I stand on that. Okay. That's fair. Let me ask you this. Oh, boy. Whenever you say that's fair, you're going to hit me over the head with something. No, no, I think that's all fair. Um, two things. Number one, where did Feldman and DiBendetto get curling cuts if there were no curling cuts? They went to the website that they went to Westwood One Sport and rolled on so that, that interview. Same interview. That same interview. Gotcha. My again, my fault there is could I go to Westwood also? I could do that also. But if you're taking the time to roll and make cuts and you just put them in your show's folder to play for your show, it literally takes half a millisecond to hit right click and throw it in our Olympic sports folder. So you're right, that's on them. Um I think my point is they had the resourcefulness to find Westwood1sports.com and find the interview. They also didn't have the resourcefulness that I had of two guys who would know better than anybody. Well, it burnt you there, though. It did. Well, because I, and again, they I, this, didn't have those guys. They had to be resourceful, and they found it. You I thought that, this is where I'll beat myself up. I, throughout years of radio, trust the wrong people time <laughs> and time again, and it always burns me. I always tr- and it's always people who are responsible who get me the most. It's like you can be responsible nine out of ten times. That one time you're not, it kills me. <laughs> Always. My question is with Feldman and D-Ben, do you think they didn't put in a shared folder for selfish reasons, not wanting anybody else to have that audio? No, bull. I've been over this with D-Ben over and over again, and he tells me. It's just a brain fart? No, he does it all the time, where he rolls on sound and gets it because Amy requires a ton of cuts, and I get that. I get that that's a a time-consuming show. My issue with that is it doesn't take long to put in the system. He says, well, we don't have time now to put in the system, which is a lie. But... He, we have tape ops available to him at night when he arrives that he could say, hey, I found this. I put it in our folder. Can you just take some time to put it in the system? Where a tape op is twiddling his thumbs, not doing anything. You yet. said it takes a millisecond. Yes. My, my point is even if that millisecond is too much time, he could pawn it off on the tape op who's here when he's here at night, and he doesn't. And if he doesn't have time, why do I wake up at 5 in the morning to take my train? And the only person on my Twitter feed is Tom DiBendetto, not tweeting about the show, but tweeting thoughts on quarterbacks entering the NFL draft, you know, political thoughts. He has all that time to do that during a show, but he can't click a freaking button on a mouse to bail me out from getting my ass chewed out by you to start the damn week. It's bull. It's bull. I told I get this morning. I go, enough's enough. And I put a cut. I went this morning. This is Wednesday now. We're taping this before I get into the sports minute. <laughs> LeBron saying he would take money, okay, or he wouldn't be poor anymore. He we was po- offered money offered to money. go to college. Biggest story everywhere from last night, okay? Wake up. That's the story I see on every website. That sound is not in our system. Now, to be fair, it was not in after our system either. So they dropped the ball on that. They could have had that sound. I found it very easily on CBSSports.com. I rolled on it, put it in our show's damn folder, hit right-click, and this is how I know it takes a half a millisecond, and dumped it in the basketball folder, and now I know Mike Samter's using it. 
So why can I be a team player, but everybody else doesn't give a rat's ass? But then you say you don't have any time, and you're out there tweeting, you know, your Throwology website to give you Josh Rosen scouting report, but you don't have time to, to help out your actual employment. I'm sorry. I like him. That was bull. That's bull. And maybe I'm just being bitter because it bit me on this freaking curling thing, but it's bull. And now you really got my goat. I like this. I, no, I, tell me I'm wrong in these th- thoughts. Please, if I'm wrong, I'll admit no, I'm wrong. No, look, everything you've said, you're right on. D-Ben and Ike need to be more team-oriented in helping other people out if they've done cuts. They do. And they right. that you you deserve that. Sampton deserves that. You know, Klug deserves that. Everybody deserves I'm that. I'm not saying go out of your way to find a cut for everybody else's show that you're not going to use. But if you're taking the time to get it for your show. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's not a long process to put it in the regular folders for everybody. And sometimes shows become territorial. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe they don't want other people to have that. It's not that. Okay, so then it's just. Because I've know. spoken to them. It's not that. They claim they don't have enough time. My point is I'm pointing to other instances where I know they have the time. Well, and they're also. It, how much time does it take? As you said, you right click something and then you just send it into the other folder. So it's. It's not. So I think you're right in that gripe. I think it's fair to complain to about Dan Silverman because Silverman is at Westwood One every single day. He's a curling savant, and he was unaware of it, and he needs to be better. But he's also very young in this business. I mean, he graduated out of college, I think, a year ago. Right. So it's hard. I wouldn't really trust him. Um, Bogus should probably know he's a fair resource. You know, so I think your blame just is that – I don't know if this was a case where you trusted the wrong people or it was a classic case of you didn't want to do the work, so you just lied that it wasn't available to do the work of. It's probably a little bit of both. So that's the one part. If you trust the wrong people, I can't kill you. I just don't want to ask you for something and you go, it's not there, just because you don't want to do it. You're right. That, that puts me in a bad spot because then I can't just honestly ask you for things. But I can honestly say it wasn't because I didn't want to do it. I was taking every step except the one that we happened okay. to find where we nailed right. it. Well, then I You can't... know I care about the show. You know I'll look for it. But when I asked you on the air, well, because you I'm gonna... said you I... lied. Because oh, I figured I would at least make people laugh because I'm right. self-deprecating. So that was a little and I... stick. It was a little shtick because I know you're going to laugh and it's going to tick you off if I say that. And I don't care if you get mad at me at that spot because we're already in the show, whatever. Okay. If, if I say that before the show and it's not on the air, hey, I lied, I may not make it to the show. <laughs> it's also funny that that morning you got jumped by the bosses for missing the Kincaid interview. And so Monday morning, that was before we even hit the ground running. You had just been pounded. 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 I've already had it with the week. It's Wednesday. But now i got to go do my job. All right. That's side A. Side B is right now. We'll be eating crow with Kenny Brock at 940 Eastern time in the morning on Friday morning. Remember to watch at watchda.com or at Facebook Live. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into side B of the PGP. I don't know why I giggle when I say all right when I join this, but that's just what I do. You're excited. I am excited. I'm excited because Pete the Body Bilotti, and by the way, this is Mraz, in case you don't know. You just heard me on Side A. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at MrazCBS, and I am host of Side B of the PGP and the executive producer of the DA Show. And that voice you heard, lovely voice bellowing into the microphone today, Hi. is Pete the Body Bilotti back from Disney World. Pete, right. hello. Hello. I am uh, refreshed from Disney World. I, I loved it. I loved the uh, sun. No humidity. 80 degrees every day. No rain. Wow. If there's anything we know about you, Pete, it's that you hate the rain. And I'm glad you told us because nobody asked. Well, I, I, I made sure everyone knew I wanted to educate everybody. <laughs> okay. Well, Pete is back. 
Uh, I will say this. This is going to be the ultimate what you do in radio and what you talk about somebody. Before you knock somebody or want to challenge somebody, you're going to say something nice about them. Right. All so right. you're going to knock me for something that happened. Well, I wouldn't say I'm going to knock you. We're going to get into Trash Tuesday. Oh. Oh, my Trash Tuesday? My bag? Okay. Time out. We're going to get into your bag at Trash Tuesday in just a second. Horrible. What I am going to say positively about you is that we went through, I would say, a good mixture of solid uh, fill-ins for you, whether they be a Ben Horowitz, a Chris Hart Thomas, a Connor Green. What is his name? Can we it, figure that it's out? It's Chris Arnt, but he has a radio name of Chris Thomas because he doesn't like the way Arnt sounds. Well, let's just decide which name it is, please. Well, uh, now that's gonna, become uh, the funny thing. Uh, Chris Arnt Thomas. I mean, come on. Well, he's going to have a fake first name? Yeah. What? what? I don't know. Bill? Spell Chris differently, like K-R-R-I-S. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll give you, before we get into that, I'll give you a funny story. My my sister, who's in Florida, okay, just bought a dog. And what was kind go- of dog? Uh, um, I don't know what kind of dog. I don't because the dog wasn't there when we when we went to see her. Now, okay. Now she bought a dog and named it Hugsy because it was a girl dog. Okay. So well, she, hold on, hold on, hold on. Named it Hugsy because it was a girl's dog, as if Hugsy has any kind of right. But it, it sounds sexuality. It sounds it. a fem like a female dog. I would like name a, male, a boy dog Hugsy. I, don't want, I would not name a boy dog Hugsy. I don't think I'd name a dog Hugsy to begin with, but well, I don't know. I, I wouldn't hear Hugsy and assume girl. Well, my, well, my my whole point is, if there was if it was a boy dog, she says she was going to name it Bert, but spell the but change the e to a y, b y r t, as if the Bert. dog would ever spell its right, own name. Right, that that's uh, right. And you know what? It goes into a whole thing where some of these names that are altered because oh, have the c there, have the k there, just just have a regular name, please. We don't need all this letter changing, all right? It, it makes it hard for everybody. Perfect tie-in, Pete. Perfect. Yes. That's a great Trash Tuesday right there. It is. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that again. So on Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, when you hear the Trash Tuesday, this, this is your preview of it. That will be the trash. Okay. Well, what I was going to tell you, Pete, Sorry. is that <laughs> those guys, uh, for as a solid job as they did, you know, always missing a key component to the show. And I'm sure this is the case when I am... Gone. It's obviously the case when DA is gone. Uh, when Bogus is gone, I don't know. I kind of like Brad Heller. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Darwin Zook is pretty good, too. right? <laughs> That's funny. When you're gone, Pete, there is an element. I think a lot of people don't realize if you listen to the DA show regularly, DA has his own box of drops, if you will, that he plays almost like a keyboard. But there are several drops not in there that you were firing as well that I think add to the entertainment and make me laugh out loud. Just by nature, when you have somebody fill in for you running a board on a radio show, you're not going to get as in-depth. Number one, you're not going to have the timing. It's like a wide receiver and a quarterback knowing you know, how many steps to take for that fade route. It's You're not going to have the timing in sync to know what drops are coming to anticipate or even be familiar with some of the drops. Of course. So it's a lot of just the regular stuff. Hit the breaks, hit the rejoins, come back. So the show obviously lacked for that. So it was good to have you back this week. Although now you're already filling in for uh, Taz and the Moose on That's the morning show. That's what I am. Show. I'm a fill-in. Right, you're... You're all over the place. You're a floor. But you came back, and I will say, of any of the board ops last week, Ben Horowitz on Tuesday delivered a enormously powerful trash Tuesday about Olympic hockey. Okay? Okay. So now you were probably weren't even aware of this. We kind of made a joke about it. We got to have Ben back on trash Tuesday. He was really good. So you came back, and you told the story about the bags. Now, this bag story, to 
summation, make this quicker than it has to be. Right. Your bag doesn't get delivered to your room as late as 10.30 at night, the first night and it's in broken. Disney. And, it, and by the time you get it, it's broken. So you were trashing whoever handled your bag. Throughout the trash, the story weaved where me and Bogus couldn't follow whether you had stayed in your room for seven hours without the bag. Right, right. But you left out the part that you were at a steakhouse and a bathing suit because of this, which I think added some element to it. And secondly, by the end... You had a weird conspiracy where you felt the airline broke it, but Disney was covering for it, correct? Yeah, because I, I feel like sometimes Disney can't say no. <laughs> okay. DA, actually, I know this to be truth because we discussed it again this morning. When I asked DA, was I too hard on Pete for his trash Tuesday? Because I came right on basically calling your story boring. Yeah, well, it, while I'm doing well. the story, throwing me off, too. Like, you guys are talking oh. in the ear. Like, come on. Okay. Give me some respect. Okay. <laughs> Respect. Please. DA thought it wasn't a bad trash Tuesday. So I want you Thank you. I want you to respond. And also it felt like a lot of people got a couple tweets that your mic wasn't high enough. And this is something we've gone over with you bellowing into the mic, what you're doing. Well, right I have now. a very naturally low delivery. But you are being powerful now. So I want I will give you the form here in the PGP to respond to me and Bogish. And uh do you believe you had a strong trash Tuesday and we were too hard on you? Or or you know, just speak to your heart I, here. I did have a strong trash Tuesday. And bogish, and Raz are jerks. Thank you. That's all you have to say. That's all I have to say. I said the story already. Now hold on. You don't feel like your story went on a little too long? Well, I felt it, it weaved and weaved all over the place because I was thrown off. I was thrown off by you guys and your and your little little giggling in the background and talking in each but, other's ear. But that's uh, Trish Tuesday. We make fun of you, Pete. Yeah, you got to be able to respond not on in the, the air. Not on the air. Are you snapping your fingers? Yes, back I'm at snapping me? my fingers back at you. Not on the air. You, oh, you, you're doing this all in the uh, in our in what we the call the back. business the talk back. I think you need to have more tunnel vision. I think this is like a pass rush coming in a quarterback's face. Well, you know, I see. I can't have too much tunnel vision. I'm running the board. I'm making sure things don't aren't said that aren't supposed to be said on the air. I'm making sure the continuity is good. Well, you know? hold on. You're making sure things aren't said. What are you? You're going to dump yourself? No, like like a faint curse in the background. You know, I'm making sure other things are going on. You know, I'm not just sitting there eating my third lunch like you are. Whoa. I mean, how many times have you really seen me eat a third lunch? Uh, many. Okay, well, I, I, <laughs> it sounds to me, Pete, like you're making a lot of excuses. I'm not making excuses. I'm telling what it is. That's the facts right there. The, Dude, don't uh, come at me you're telling me what it is. That's exactly You had what a is. bad day and own it. I just, I just, I didn't say I didn't have a bad day. I said that said, I, was thrown off by, I was thrown off by you jerks, and, and that's it. Okay. Thank maybe you. you're not. Maybe you're not getting respect. But you yourself have said and talked about Trash Tuesdays about needing juice. I right. don't think you delivered right. the juice. I, did not, I need a little juice. I did not deliver the juice like I usually do. But this but coming up, a preview, set your uh, – can they record on the car radios? No, they can't. But, you know, set your set your, set your watches for Tuesday at whenever the time it is, Pete. and I am going to deliver an epic – Trash job. Pete, I hope you do, but you just basically asked if cars have DVRs. They should. No, but you could go to the podcast where we're on here right now on the PGP. Uh, you know what? That's right. Yes, correct. 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 <laughs> you got to go to the podcast. That's right. You go, um, In all seriousness, you do go to the podcast. Go back to the page. If you don't DA on CBS.com or go to iTunes. If you don't hear it on Tuesday, I will deliver a trash job unlike any other. Everyone likes a trash job. So I'm going to deliver a trash job unlike any other. I think a lot of people like other like a lot of other jobs as well. Correct. I, Correct. Correct. <laughs>
are you can follow Pete on Twitter at CBS Pete the Body. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miraz CBS. Also, self promotion plug here, Pete. Well, you're on at like four o'clock in the morning, right? I'm hosting from six a.m. to ten a.m. Eastern time on CBS Sports Radio. In for John Kincaid on the John Kincaid Show. You can actually hear me on the East Coast at least, not on an overnight West Coast guys. I hate to break it to it's still an overnight. That'll be three a.m. I guess to seven a.m. But uh, you will hear me, and I'm sure, scorching hot takes Sunday morning. A little self-plug. Correct. A lot of people. Correct. Uh, a lot of people who heard the John Kincaid show this past week uh, know that this is coming, and know that Sean was on to promote it very well. So tune in. Well, no, I slept through that promotion. <laughs> tune in. Tune in. Six a.m. Six a.m. Uh, and on Sirius XM Eastern? as well. That's right. Two zero one two thirteen. Check me out. We got a lot of things going on. You got to listen to the DA show. This is a. A wild ride coming up here through March Madness. I'm telling you, there's a lot of things going on. We're going to have Kenny, Kenny Brock eat a bird. I mean, it's it's really. <laughs> you just really sounded like you did like a, like a, I could hear this joining back from break. Yeah. We've got a wild ride coming up we here do. on the DA show. We do. You can cut the electricity with a knife. I don't really get that. But we've already given the Twitter plugs, and that's uh, that's going to wrap the PGP for today. Pete gave us some juice here. I See? You're going to get it Tuesday, too. I apologize. I was rusty. I'm back on Tuesday. He just waved his arms in the air like he was waving to a crowd, but like you can't just see him care. right now. Like you just don't care. Okay, well, thanks for listening to the PGP. Have a great first weekend of March, everybody. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 